With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. All right. Wow. Season three, Ooh. episode 15. Just watch the fireworks. Ooh, it was a lot of setup, but with some good stuff, like really good at building anticipation this episode. Oh, 
I just got so excited to realize it was the time capsule, which yeah. uh, in the momentary joy of, I know what episode this is, then really turned out to sh all over everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were pumped for a hot second. We were so excited. And then we realized like, oh, right. A lot of terrible things were said. Y'all, the time capsule is mysteriously opened and revealed to the whole school. Causes a whole lot of drama. A lot of people's pain points get pushed on. Mouse and Lucas try to help out a friend who they've lost touch with in the past year. This is where we start to reconnect with Jimmy Edwards. Peyton and Ellie's benefit concert hits the stage with, honestly, iconic then, iconic now. A mm. guest appearance by Jack's mannequin and Fallout Boy is back. Woohoo! Yeah. I mean, it's a whole lot happening. I like this well, how episode. About, let's start yeah. with the time capsule because my my favorite part of all of that was Whitey going with the principal, Principal Turner, to look at the wall. <laughs> and he's like looking at the plaque like everything's fine. Nobody popped this out of the wall. Whitey pulls a poster back and the pillar is like made of paper. Yeah, the school's <laughs> so held confused. up by paper mache, actually. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Oh, I don't know who in the art department thought that was going to be a great idea. Like, guys, we'll just punch a hole in it. It's paper. <laughs> We'll just put a column right here, and it'll look like a real column, but this one will be made of newspaper and glue. <laughs> also, um, you can't hollow out column. Like, how many of these time no. capsules do they have for every single? Also, and also, and also, and and also, also, also and. Mm -hmm. uh, what about the fact that uh, aren't? Isn't that a senior class project? How random is it that it's the. What is it, juniors? We're juniors class time capsule? Wouldn't that be a senior thing? That is, okay, so that's something that has always bothered me about our show, is that what? it's one grade. Like, <laughs> when I was growing up, starting in sixth grade, I hung out with eighth graders, because I was, like, looking to be cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when I got into high school, I was like, peace, bitches, I'm hanging out with the upperclassmen. And then by mm -hmm. the time we were upperclassmen, I had a younger brother who was a sophomore and was like friends with all these younger kids. So the fact that our show is just like so insular is weird. Mm -hmm. There should have been seniors. There should have been people like kicking the Scott brothers' asses because they're like, yeah. oh, you think you're varsity? We're varsity. You know? It was all about the grades. There was something about who you were hanging out with, if they were younger, the mm -hmm. same, or older. There was a whole class system within the high school that you're right. We never address that. That hierarchy. Yeah, I remember when I started doing theater, how cool it was <gasps> as a freshman to be like, oh, I've got to go to Joanne Fabrics with the juniors who have their driver's <laughs> licenses to get more material for our costumes. Like, oh and God. it felt so cool. That's exactly it. <laughs> That's right? exactly it. <laughs> or you'd have to go to Michael's to get like more poster board and black mm, paint. Girl. Oh Listen, like, you got to make friends with someone with a license. That's what oh, you do. Yeah. That's right. That's yep. right. I've definitely journaled about that. Like, <sighs> oh my God, I got a ride from like whoever. Uh, but we're, but we're, but we are seniors this year, you know? Yeah. That gets confusing on our show because it's just all kind of mush. But we've come well, back from summer break. You threw that beach party. We're yep. seniors and. Oh, are we know. seniors now? Yes. I mean, I guess. Seasons, because seasons one and two were junior year. Okay. And seasons oh. three and four were senior year. And the way That's that they explained it. That's why the time it, capsule is seniors. Yeah. And because basketball 
you know, I don't know if it happens in fall or spring. I should know. It's a winter sport. Probably spring, right? Winter. Winter. I don't know. Winter. March Madness, though? Okay, fine. That goes through playoffs. You're right. So it's it's fall semester that we play basketball, and that was also how they budgeted our show because they'd have to rent gyms one year and then not rent them the next year, and it was how they kind of made up for the budgets. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's all weird, but wait a second. See, that that's another thing about our show that confuses me sometimes is that it takes place over the course of two years for our watching audience at home. Mm-hmm. But it never occurred it was- to me that Lucas Scott dated Brooke Davis at the beginning of senior year and by the end of senior year is all like kissing up on Peyton and doing the Mm -hmm. all-night graduation party together yeah when we filmed it it was two separate years but well yeah and that and 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 it aired in two separate years so that's really how they drew out so much drama for the audience but it was also how they managed to avoid the college years with us like they wanted yeah. all of us to be able to drive from the beginning. Word. So we had to have driver's licenses. We had yeah. to be 16. So they knew they'd only have two years of high school, and they figured they could get four years of production before graduation if the, if every season was a semester. I love that I'm doing air quotes to you guys, and no one at home can see me. Um, <laughs> hey, does Haley everything ever is drive? Fine. Does Haley ever drive? Haley I'm sure. Yes, I know I've driven. Like as an adult, show. I remember you driving. Yeah. But in the show yet? Has Haley driven a car? I haven't seen it. I don't. Does Haley even have a car? We haven't seen Haley with a car. Does she and no. Nathan share one? You and no. Nathan share that car. And remember, he but loses then once it we in split the poker up, game. Who gets the car? Girl, are you walking? Do I everywhere? drive you everywhere? <laughs> I think. I think I'm like hiring Brooks uh, pre Uber <laughs> service <not> <laughs> taxi. What's it? Do you not I? That's what I'm doing. I'm hiring Brooks service. Uh, I, I like that they split it up because you know why? It feels like that when you're in high school. It doesn't mm-hmm. just feel like to us a year now. Somebody says, you know, this is my one year goal. I'm like, good luck. You need five for that. You know, yeah. it's like five years is nothing. One yeah. year, oh, yeah, it's reasonable. But, but, God, when you're in high school, it's all so long. It takes forever. So I don't mind it. I read well, an article I mean, about that. It talks about why summer feels like you're is so long when you're a kid. It's because mm-hmm. if you've only been alive for 10 years, like, yeah. you know, that's a huge chunk of your life. But yeah. now a year is 140th of my life. Like, big whoop. Back in high yeah. school, it was 115th fractionally (laughs) fractionally it's a bigger deal i love that you said that because i was about to be like well if you consider fractions and then you were like i read this article i'm like yes leave it to you because that's what it is well so here's here's the other thing about school is that you're kind of a narcissist all through your childhood and in your teenage years you you know Big hero energy because it hasn't necessarily occurred to you that there are people outside of your bubble and that's a skill set that's really important to learn as you evolve. But yeah. when you're a teenager, it's really easy just to kind of be the hero of your own story. So this idea that there are Jimmy Edwards out there and there are people out there who you're not even considering yeah. and that you could be a bad guy in their narrative mm-hmm. is something that's mm-hmm. really important um, mm-hmm. because you're the bad guy in somebody's story. And, mm. and so it's about identifying, you know, where we can be better. I also think it's really interesting. Years ago, uh, I read and I kept it. Like, I thought the issue was so powerful. Nat Geo did 
um, a whole magazine issue on the teenage brain. And one of the, it was an article I read online that then prompted me to go and get the magazine. It talked about how where you are in the actual development of your brain at 16, like as adults, even for us in our 20s, looking back at high school, going, God, why did it feel like that was the whole world? It is. Your brain understands your school and your community that is immediately around you. It can only process about that much space and that many humans as the world. As adults, and especially now, thanks to the way we're also digitally connected, we, we're more globally connected than ever. We have a bigger perspective than ever. But if you yeah. think about especially pre-social media, high school feels like it can break you because it's your whole universe. Mm-hmm. And when I think about all the dumb shit we did, oh my God. meaning specifically the three of us, not just all our friends <laughs> at home who are probably nodding along, when we were in our, our early 20s, like your brain is not done developing till you are 26 years old. Mm-hmm. You're still a kid at 22. So when you think about how how much uh, further from being fully developed you are at 16, mm. it means that, you know, as this issue posits, that when, when you have a, a big wound or you're ostracized or left out or bullied or, or even you hurt someone and you feel like you could just die because you're so ashamed, it's... It's so consequential. It's like your whole world is turning upside down. It's harder yeah. to it's harder to measure any kind of injury a- as the receiver or the perpetrator as a teen because you don't really have fractionally anything <laughs> to hold it up against. And it it really was illuminating for me about um the effects. Like we see all the data on the effects of bullying. We see all of the the testimonials about what these young kids are going through. And, and it really, there was something about that science that helped me understand how it feels. Yeah. So I wonder about like a Jimmy Edwards and he, that character feels like everybody hates him. And so he hates everybody. And it's like yeah. global to him. Yeah. heartbreaking. Well, back then we didn't have the tools for you to reach out to people in other communities. Like no. right now, Jimmy Edwards could go on Twitter. He could go yeah. on Instagram and be like, I'm into Marvel movies. Who else likes what I like? And mm-hmm. and find community that way. And we didn't mm-hmm. have those tools, man. If you yeah. didn't l- go to camp, do you know what I mean? Like camp was how I met people that didn't go to my high school. And yeah. I felt special. Because I got to go to those things. But for the kid that, you know, just woke up and went to school and came home and didn't meet outside circles, yeah, it gets claustrophobic. Especially if you've grown up in the same town your whole life. You're just like, Mm. I've known you since you were eating your own boogers. You're (laughs) awful. You've always been awful. I can't wait to get out of here. Yeah. And even with all that, access that kids have now to be able to find a community that they get on with. There's still a lot of kids who are just suffering from issues at home. But, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody's being a bully, somebody's bullying them. And that's that's something my mom always taught me when I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's I, I'm, uh, it was hard to watch that. It was hard to watch Jimmy Edwards acknowledging, like, 
you guys just left me in the dust. And yeah, yeah, he's right. You know, it's a two-way street, but also not everybody has the capability or the understanding to be able to reach out. Sometimes you have to start, you have to pick up the phone and make the first phone call. And, you know, you just never quite know what's going on in somebody's, in somebody's Mm -hmm. life. Home life is so different than what it is when we walk outside of our, our four walls. Well, it's also, Mm -hmm. I mean, situationally here, it's not like Lucas and Mouth and the other guys went and they were hanging out with a parallel social group that was also like still kind of underdog. They started hanging out with all the popular villain kids, right? Yeah. And it was all of them, you know? Now Skills is kissing a cheerleader, and you've got Mm -hmm. Lucas hooking up with multiple cheerleaders, and Haley married the captain of the basketball team. Like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think something that's real interesting to your point is it can be, even as adults, really easy to be entrenched in whatever your silo is and, and to make assumptions about everyone else. And... We saw it with Lucas when he goes and checks in with Faith a couple episodes ago. Mm. And she is like, Brooke Davis is just a, you know, junior, whatever the mean cheerleader, Meredith Maloney, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Lucas is like, no, but she's not. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, she's not. She's different than we thought. I know this person's heart now. I know her motivations. And that's what I think is is always so powerful. You know, people talk about how you can other someone until you know someone like them. You know, they, mm. they talked about even when we, when we think about the way kids used to be siloed pre-social media. Like, imagine you're the one gay kid in, like, small town Ohio and you have no mm. one to talk to. That's why everybody moved to New York when they turned 18. Literally. Yeah. You know, people <laughs> yeah. ran. And it's, you got these, like, cultural sort of bastions of art and theater and all these things because of the migration that resulted from people trying to escape being ostracized. And, you know, when I... You can feel real lonely in a big city, too, though. Totally. Well, that, yeah, of course. But that's... What, what I'm kind of getting at is when there's no one around who knows you, it can be hard for you. Yeah. But, but on the other end of, of that information, again, like, as we've pursued more equity and justice in our country, the data, you know, I love an article... Um, Years ago when we were doing the fight over marriage equality, there was a great article that talked about how the minute a person knows one gay person, whether it's a gay man or a woman who identifies as a lesbian or whatever, their opinions change about equality. Because you know someone, you know their family, you know their Mm -hmm. spouse, you love them, you want them to be able to be as happy and protected as you are. You 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 know you look or at as your miserable Joe. as you are. Yeah, that's what I remember hearing <laughs> like, that. Join the club. Yeah, literally. I remember <laughs> that as a teenager hit me so hard when someone was like, "Everyone should be able to get married so they can all be as miserable as I am." And I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> genius!" See, and that's where the comedy oh cuts god. in. But it's like if we could just get to know each other a little bit. Yeah, yeah it makes a huge difference. It, it makes really such does. a difference in the way we care about each other, and and I think that's what really makes it hard to watch this episode now is you look at Jimmy and you go, oh God, all these people have managed to break a barrier and get to know each other. Like you've got Brooke Davis on a time capsule talking about how she is so sure she's going to be married to Marvin McFadden and he's going to be a senator. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's a two-way street of this sort of boundary breaking. And Jimmy's the one kid who didn't, he didn't cross the bridge. He didn't, he didn't go with everyone. And he's so 
heartbroken. And, and it's so common that you see young boys cover their heartbreak with rage. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't teach them that it's okay to feel any of their other feelings. And I don't know. There's something about watching this as an adult that, like, it breaks me in a way that is deeper than it was when we did this, you know, yeah. in real time in 2006. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit and then I drop my children off at school and then I get to my office and I take out a nice cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order and with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired, girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to legacybox.com slash drama to 
save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Listen, you guys, I'm, I'm obsessed and I just never really saw it coming. What are you obsessed with? I don't with? obsess over things, but I am obsessed with skims. Oh, I was wearing this yesterday. My cotton jersey t-shirt from Skims. They're so soft and they hug my body in such a comfortable way that I don't feel like I'm strapped in. Like it's all really breathable, but it's it's very flattering. It's really cute, but it's a nice fabric. So it feels like I can throw it on with sweats or with a kind of a fancy skirt and go upscale at night. There's something about this t-shirt that's really versatile. I love it. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there is a style for everyone, literally mm -hmm. everyone. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. You're going to become one of those ladies where you open up the drawer, you open the cabinets it. and it's all the same shirt just over it's and over and over uniform. <laughs> Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. Now, if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Joy, I don't know, you know, you and I have older kids. Yeah. You know, Gus's school is in the high school. The high school and the middle school are connected. And so... Yeah, Maria's too. I wanted to think mm. that it was different now than it was when we were kids and like everyone mm -hmm. was using slurs and <laughs> just like being really um, abrasive and hurtful with language. Like the 90s were a time. You yeah, guys. yeah. The 90s were rough. We all said words that now we wouldn't dare utter 
you know, and you go back and you see movies from that time and you're like, oh my God, like Mm -hmm. what was everyone saying? This is crazy talk. And having a kid that comes home and it's like, oh no, all that language is still alive and well, (sighs) you know, (laughs) and I'm the psycho mom that's like calling other parents. (laughs) Like, did you hear this? You need to talk to, you know, um, (laughs) Yeah, I guess I thought it was different now because we've had so many like anti-bullying campaigns and, you know. I think human nature is human nature. I I just think this is who we are as a species and what, you know, our job as parents is as we raise the next generation and then they raise the next generation, and all, you know, is to start passing on more and more kindness, more and more civilized behavior, mm-hmm. um, you know, the more that we can pass that on. I, I don't think it's as much as it, it's clearly not as much as it was in the nineties. I mean, I think if we just look around us in, in media, we can see that things have changed, but um, there is still bullying. There's still, I mean, I know Maria's had her fair share of kids picking on her and people, you know, making fun of her about random things. You know, kids will always find something to make fun of you about no matter what. They just mm-hmm. want to feel better about themselves by putting somebody else down. So mm-hmm. Now you just got to keep, I've always taught her the same thing my mom taught me and uh, which I just said before, and then just go find the kid who looks lonely. If you feel left out, yeah. go find somebody else who looks left out and sit next to them and have lunch with them and be nice to them because it's not all about you. And going back to what you were saying um, about everybody being a narcissist when you're a kid and you're kind of like you're supposed to be coming out of that middle school, high school, you start to be learning about other people, um, which should segue me into the Brooke using that amazing video into, I mean, the the horrifying video and turning it into something amazing with the charitable Yay. aspect and how I love that what our show did so well was always adding in charity to everything. I'm going to get there, but the first thing I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> you just dropped the breadcrumbs. We're on, just, we're on the path. over there. Yeah. I'm still going over here. Just post it and continue. <laughs> it's on the show. Um, yeah, is is that, yeah, we are, you know, young narcissists and you are supposed to be growing out of that as a kid. And that's what having those friendships are supposed to do with you. And that's what those opportunities with kids bullying you, it's supposed to be an opportunity for you to look at that person with compassion and know mm-hmm. that something bad is going on in their life to put them in the position where they need to put you down in order to feel better about themselves. So mm-hmm. continually, you know, re- renewing your mind in, in understanding other people, putting yourself out there that it's not all about you. Sometimes somebody else needs you in a day. When you go to school, it's a boring day, but maybe there's one person who needs what you have to offer. So instead of looking around waiting for everybody to serve you and do something for you, what can you do to, mm. you know, so ask not what you can do. For you. <laughs> <laughs> but what you can do for your middle school. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, so, but yes, I love that that Brooke took that terrifying moment and mortifying. I mean, so many people would have just crawled under a rock and so many girls have been so hurt by things like that. It just awfully hurt by things like that. And that she took the power back. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's dark. It's child pornography. That's what I was going to say. Like it's, it is, it's, it's child porn. Like she's a 16 year old girl, you know, it's not appropriate. I think that's where some of the lines blur because we were in our 20s as actors and, you know, there's some sort of concessions made for those things. <clears throat> I 
to your point, I love that she turns it into a positive. I love that she's like, this super shitty thing happened to me and we're going to do something great about it. I love that. Like that is, that is so um, indicative of Brooke's spirit to me. And I also think as, you know, adult women looking back, we can be like, whoa, that was super inappropriate that a bunch of grownups wrote that someone put a naked teenage girl on the internet. Okay. But by the way, like great story. One thing our show failed at is follow up, right? Because yes. we do all these explosive things and we don't follow yes. it up. How great would it have been if Brooke Davis's dad sued the sued. school system yes. for his oh. daughter being child pornography? Yes. Well, Wizardry. and by the way, because part of the disservice, I think, is that we made it no big deal. So then when it happens to girls, mm-hmm. people go, it's not a big deal. Come on. Who cares? Or Davis handled boobs. it. It was fine. Whatever. It, it yeah. does set this example that you you shouldn't feel so violated. It'll be fine. Crack a joke. But what I will say for a little behind the scenes tea, obviously we didn't trust the people who made uh, our show in the editing room. <laughs> and when we did the episode, you know, they they put each of us in this little like sort of black box and we recorded our confessionals very like MTV, you know, real world style. And... I, you know, I do the script. I'm sitting there in this cute little blouse and then I take the blouse off and I'm in this bra and they had to find a bra that hooked in the front. And they were trying to sell me on, well, obviously we're going to cover it up. So like we want to shoot it so that you unhook your bra and flash and like you'll just have pasties over your boobs and obviously we'll we'll airbrush it out. And I was like, you guys, I don't trust you. Mm-mm. So we, 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 I, you know, we drew out the like, I'm sitting there holding the front and being like, well, you know, in Aliens, you might have eight eyes, which means, and I'm like, I keep pretending to unhook it. And then when it was time to actually unhook it, you guys, I put on a grandma-sized strapless bra. It was so big and ugly. And I was like, okay, hold on. And I just like put it on under the bra. And then I was like, let's shoot it. And they all were like, well, we can't possibly work around this. And I was like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you can see the like top edges of the strapless yes. really badly airbrushed on the sides of the of the breast cancer thing that Good. goes across my chest. And I I mean my face is hot. I feel so <laughs> vindicated by it. I love it so much because I know I fed them up and I'm really proud that I made sure that some creepy person who shan't be named. Didn't get to look at my boobs, even with pasties over my nipples. That's I was like, it. screw you. It's there not you happening. Guys, when That's I it. visited the writer's office, it. it was either season three or season four, because I went with Daniil. There was like, they were having a concert in the writer's office in LA, and we were out mm. there doing press for something. Maybe mm. it was like Teen Choice Awards or something dumb. Um, not dumb. <laughs> something awesome. <laughs> I just never won one, so fine. You guys are dumb. Uh, <laughs> You're like, oh, is that one of my little triggers right there? There it is. God, sometimes those pop up. So anyway, <laughs> we're like out in L.A. I visited the writer's room one time in the entirety of my run on the show. And when I got there, there was a dartboard with one actor's face on it. And then there were screen grab, like, printouts of mm-hmm. others of us from like dailies and like mm-hmm. shots from the show in our underwear and stuff like that. And yep. what joy. Oh yeah. And I remember being like, what is that? And it's like Polaroids from wardrobe fittings. Like they had all of that. F- that. And 
by the way, you Joy, know that it was online. So creepy. And you guys, it was not until I went to work on White Collar and I was in a van with all the writers and I was just kind of like, right now, like we are right now, just kind of telling it with like a, oh my God, and you guys won't believe this and laughing about it that they like stopped me and they were like, honey, you're so young and we have to interrupt you. This is fucked up. And I was like, what? Wow. What are you talking about? They're like, we've never heard of anything like that before. That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, if but Sophia, had you done that in the pasties, there would oh. have been a screen grab of you in the pasties on somebody's 100%. wall. On somebody's yeah. wall. And they would have like drawn on the pasties, but my like bare chest mm-hmm. would have been out for the world to see. And I knew not to trust them. And it's funny when you talk about our Polaroids. Oh, it makes me so angry. <laughs> um, mm. Not only because we had some some... I'm not going to say fans. Our fans are dope. The people who got um, past the line of being fans who had no boundaries. um, I don't know what to call them other than inappropriate. But, you know, there were some people who did those email hacks of Carol's email. And a lot of our fitting photos, including a lot of photos, things that were being emailed back and forth. Oh, my email got hacked. My sonogram photo was released when I was pregnant. Yeah, I remember that. And they yeah. were, they, remember they were horrifying. doing all that thing, emailing each of us as each other, but they were like weird Gmail accounts. Yeah. Like, I remember Lisa Goldstein one day coming into work being like, hey, I got your email about those photos, but like, I can't attach enough to the, it, it keeps saying oh. it can't send the file. And I was like, oh what gosh. are you talking about? Wait, we hold looked. on a second. This happened to me after I left the show. When I yes, got pregnant Hillary. with Gus, I got mm-hmm. hacked. Was that all mm-hmm. part of the same thing? I'm all sure the same it was. Thing. And I mean- it was very disturbing. Like, yeah, it was like, very upsetting. Like photos of like Austin's niece and nephew at bath time got put on the internet. Mm-mm. Like things that were so inappropriate. And a lot of our fitting photos, a lot of us in our underwear wound up online. And there's one photo. Uh, all of that made me enraged. I'm enraged thinking about it now. I it's feel such like a our characters with, with the time capsule being released no, right now because I'm hearing this is. for the first yeah. time. Yeah. Well, and by the way, maybe because we made no big deal of the time capsule, people thought that we wouldn't be upset about this or feel violated by this, even though it's deeply violating. And the one bright spot in this dark story is that there is a photo. Um, I had to do this hilariously stupid episode in like all these costumes, Hillary, after yeah, you, you left. Did. And one was like a full like Lederhosen thing. <laughs> and obviously being in it, like it's such a corset. And I swear to you, this thing like pushed my tits up to my collarbones. Yeah. And I took a photo for Carol, like holding my boobs, making this face that was just like, Bleh! like you think this is great? Because I knew, I knew who was going to see it back yeah. in LA. And I was just like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. And so many people have shared that photo and been like, this really seems out of character for Sophia. What is, <laughs> why is she standing like this? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm trolling a pervert. I'm trolling a pervert. <laughs> no one was supposed to see it except the pervert being <laughs> trolled. So oh. now everyone is a pervert. But yeah, uh, man, I guess long story longer is I just don't like other people having any non-consensual images of any of us. I think it's gross. Yeah. Well, if you create something like the time capsule or like our photos or maybe our private emails where you think it's going to be between yeah. you and one or two other people. It is real shitty when they get released into the wild. And yeah. when I left the show and started seeing Jeffrey, someone broke into my email 
and took a picture of him and I and released it. And then he got an email from someone that was like, she's leaking photos of the two of you because she's using you for (gasps) attention or whatever. Yeah. And I was really hurt by it because we were new and I was really trying to convince him. I'm like, no, I was hacked. So you guys have validated a 13-year-old wound. (laughs) Oh, Oh my god! It goes so deep dark. I... The emails that started coming in were so insane. And then they started creating, like, by the way, I don't have any version of my name with without my middle name, with without middle name numbers. Every version of my name at Gmail is taken. Wow. As is yours, as is Joy's. Yeah. And and quote unquote fans, I will call them perpetrators, um, were e- would figure out how to get people's emails. I think once they were able to break into our work email, one of the writers yeah. or whatever, they got everybody's. And so they would do this and it, and it was really sad, like, you know, to, to get pictures, like you said, of the two of you as a new couple of yeah. like me and my then partner on vacation with like kids who were like naked running around in the ocean because those are sweet photos for your family to have, but not for strangers oh, to have. Like, weird. there has to be a line. Like, Joy, when you reminded me of what happened when you were pregnant with Maria, it it sends such a rage through me. Like, I can't mm. calm down about it. It's so nobody's it fucking business. It was really, really upsetting. I, I remember yeah. ha- coming to work. Also, cause it was my first pregnancy. Your baby. It was, like, so new and exciting, and I was young, and, like— yeah, it was just a really precious private time in my life. And, and you deserve that, to have that privacy. My sonogram, like people could see the inside of my belly. Like, oh, it just felt like such a violation. It was awful. I'm sorry. That I'm sucks. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you know what? Compared to some of the other things that people have had to deal with, that's really nothing. Well, for a kid it's like just- Jimmy Edwards that doesn't have coping mechanisms and like mm. yeah. doesn't have a support group, you know, like you could come to people and be like, this sucks. What do yeah, I do? We got to at least be together. Someone yeah, like Jimmy know? just has a target on his back now. And especially yeah. because what you do believe, just as you sharing something like that with your family, or, you know, Hillary, to your point about you're actually a kid who kept journals. Like, I wish I had. And I think I never did because I was always so afraid someone was going to read them. Oof. And And this idea that the time capsule is supposed to be kind of like a journal. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be private. The way that some people vented, Nathan vented about Haley and then was mortified. Jimmy is in such this dark place feeling abandoned, and he thinks it's a secret. And to mm-hmm. have your your secrecy and your privacy taken away from you, you know, in real life or on screen is so harmful. And, I mean, you see him. Like, he gets attacked. He gets beat up. It's it's and like on trauma on trauma. Day, if, it, if that had not been released, you know, he had the chance in private to act like somebody he wanted to be or be this guy he thought he was going to try and, mm. you know, he it was like he, he was putting on a personality for that video and you could see it. Even when he was yeah. lighting up his cigarette, it was like he's trying to be somebody. He doesn't quite know who or where he is yet, but he's on his way and he's trying on all these things. And if you can do that within the space of, of privacy, mm. um and control, that's fine. But to have that exposed, it's just such a deep, vulnerable cut. It's your identity. It's who you're trying to, you're trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. It's just so, it's so awful. And he probably would have been fine 
Yeah, that's the thing. I hung out with a lot of Jimmy Edwards in high school. And I loved them. They find their way. I like the dark, you know? And they were angry. And I remember as a kid being like, you guys are crazy, you know? Yeah. And then we'd go to poetry slams together. And they would read their poetry, and it was lovely. And now they either like work for the government, or you know, like they all, <laughs> but they're like RNs, you know, like they all have these like very adult, functional jobs and lovely yeah. lives. Mm. And they've come out of it, but those moments of deep humiliation, I think, mm. are the the situations that make or break a person. Because some yeah. people are able to crawl out of that, and other people aren't. Um, humili- humiliation for teenage boys is is probably the least understood emotion. Because yeah. anger, yeah. we can figure <laughs> out. You know, sadness, your girlfriend dumps you. Okay, we can figure that out. But humiliation, there's something very specific about that that we don't necessarily <clears throat> yeah. talk about the coping mechanisms for boys. You know, yeah. Brooke Davis handled it, right? Like this cute girl is like, I'm going to turn it into a thing. Mm-hmm. And I love that, but I will say women are told to handle it. Oh, more. yeah. You know? Suck it up. Like, and they're just like, oh, get over it. You're being too sensitive. And and what makes me sad for our boys is that essentially the only emotion we, we reward from boys is toughness, and mm-hmm. toughness is expressed in anger. So we teach boys to channel all their feelings into anger to be respected. But and, anger and loneliness really go hand in hand. Yeah. Yes. And, and but it's so detrimental. And then, you know, we yeah. look around as a society and like, you know, not I don't know if I'm supposed to say trigger warning or or, or what the thing is to bring up prior to this. But I think that's so connected to why we look around and we go, well, gee, why is it that, you know, one in four girls has been assaulted, mm-hmm. you know, sexually assaulted by the age of 22? Yeah, and it's like, that's right. well, because we we don't give boys any way to be in the world except angry. And what is the expression of anger? It's violence. Like, and I know that is a bit of an oversimplification to many societal issues we have, but what I what I find myself so drawn toward as an adult is healthy expressions of emotion where we give every person, whether it's a group of us as women or or our male friends or anyone the opportunity to experience the sliding scale of their emotions from what we have societally deemed as traditionally masculine to traditionally feminine mm-hmm. and to be like, where do you find your sensitivity? Where do you find your empathy? Where do you find your art? What What yeah. is it that makes you angry? What does that fuel rather than what, like destroy? And where is a healthy place to express it? Because Each of those things, I don't, yes. uh, I don't think that anger is meant to just be suppressed and pushed no, down. No, anger is a great emotion. It turns into a it's bomb. a great, important emotion. It informs you of so much. It's just what yeah. you're doing with your anger that makes the difference. Yeah. Um, and you're right. A lot of people don't have a space to put it. And they don't know where to put it. Have you ever met boys that watched our show? I'm still baffled when I meet grown men that are yeah. like, yeah. I watched your whole show. I watched the whole series and I used yeah. to cry yeah. all the time. I love, love it. that. It's so, I mean, I don't know if it makes me feel like a dinosaur that I'm like, a oh, boy watched our show. <laughs> <laughs> Gender norms. Um, but I think they liked it. I, I don't know. I mean, it, go ahead. My <laughs> husband loves a show that will let him cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my son loves to cry. Like, I think there were a lot of boys whose sisters watched the show or girlfriends in college. And so mm. they kind of had the 
uh, excuse, like the social excuse. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, well my girlfriend watches it, but they secretly loved it. I mean, you guys, <laughs> loved I loved it. it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved even when our show, when it was on, and yeah. you know, boys our age would be like, yeah, you know. I always would remember like the night at the bar where the guy would be like, my girlfriend loves your show. Like, mm-hmm. and three hours later, he's three drinks deep. And he's like, and then when Brooke Davis found out she couldn't get pregnant, <laughs> man, that really <laughs> fucked me up. And they're like crying at the bar. And I'm like, this is great. I love this. I love was, this. There was like a foreign military. I can't remember what country it was, but I remember getting all these letters from some like foreign military where they're like, we're all watching this show on base. Yeah. And like their English was very broken, but they were like, but we are very invested in these, in these love stories. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, that was one of the coolest cool. things. I bopping around on like different USO tours, like yeah. all over bases in Turkey and Germany. Um, and, you know, even the stuff we did with the USO guys closer to home in Wilmington. Yeah. Like we were one of the, I don't know, eight shows on the Armed Forces Network. And really? Loved, we were on the Armed Forces now? Really? Yeah, we were, oh, you guys, we were on AFN forever. I don't know if we still are, but I loved when we'd get those, you know, once once we all got on Twitter and stuff, you know, we'd get videos, like, from guys on oh. bass, like, making up songs on their guitars about our show. And I was like, I really think this is great. Cute. <laughs> Joy's yeah, like, wait I a second, hold it. on. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Moral of the story Hello, is boys. We, we like boys who are in touch with their emotions. All Word. of them. Yeah. Yeah. We like we like healthy men. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Nothing <laughs> is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. 
You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time. Whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift 
That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. Well, you know, Lucas and Nathan in this episode uh, mm. could have gotten into a fight about the Dan of it all, because we kick yeah. off the episode with Lucas, you know, talking Dan. Yeah. And instead they get into this hellacious fight as teammates to, yeah. you know, break up this attack on Jimmy Edwards. That fight was bananas. That was yeah, crazy. Every- <laughs> <laughs> who are those grown-ass men who they brought? Like, those were like 30-year-old dudes Those were some guys. <laughs> the guys. That was insane. Yeah, for sure. Those were supposed to be the seniors. Yeah, these are high school boys. Get out of here. <laughs> How big is this school? I've never seen those kids before. <laughs> no, and Rachel's uh, got her pepper spray. I loved that. Danielle coming in with the pepper spray. I thought spray it was hairspray. You did? <laughs> yeah, I totally thought she like grabbed it off the countertop in the back and was like. Which, by the way, if you've ever shot pepper spray, you know it comes out as this really nasty like stream and it's gross. Yeah. They were definitely using like a water like yeah. oh, like an Avion oh, yeah. spray. <laughs> they painted an Avion black. Yeah, yeah. for sure. No. Also, what I learned the hard way, I remember first getting pepper spray and mm. being like, well, I got to know, like, how far does it go when I need to use it? No one warns you that, like, yes, it shoots forward, but it also creates a cloud. A mist. So it definitely chokes you, too. Oh, no. Lightly. Oh, no. I went, I was, like, burning all over and just, like, hacking, coughing. I was like, cool, cool, okay. When so, did you have to use pepper spray? Just for fun. I just, I when I first got, like, my first pepper spray, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to shoot this out into the distance, like, oh, in oh, the so driveway. Yeah, I wanted to test it. I just, like, wanted okay. to know what I was doing. Oh, you did it shopper. outside with the wind, too? <laughs> I just was like, outside, I, y'all, it did not, it did not end well for me. Yeah, that's a rough. Check the wind before you check your pepper spray, folks. My sisters, my sister has two boys, and one of them sprayed the other one (gasps) in the face with bear spray. Bear spray? No. It was crazy town. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was a whole thing. I mean, (laughs) my daughter's standing here. She's got her mouth wide open. She's like, (gasps) no way. Yeah, um, Nathan sprayed Dylan. Yeah, so wait, the pepper spray only hit the wrestlers in our scene, but didn't get Nathan, didn't get Lucas, didn't get get Mel, didn't get Jimmy. (laughs) That's because it was Evian. Oh, my gosh. That's because it was Evian. Well, whoever decided to punch the hole in the column paper wall is also the person that created the, <laughs> <laughs> the mace yeah. container. Exactly. Oh, man. I mean, I like Rachel's interactions in this episode because they are very on brand. And I like that she searches Jimmy out. But there's also kind of a lesson in that where, you know, if we're all trying to act too cool and cavalier, what mm. Rachel's saying is like, you know. Oh, it wasn't for you. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't here to protect you. Had she mm. just let him think that? Yeah. Yeah. He could have gone home and like, you know, not freaked out. Yeah, I wondered why. And part of me thought when she said that, I thought, okay, what's the mask they're giving her? Why doesn't she want to admit that she doesn't like to see people get hurt? And what's the purpose of her saying this to him? And then obviously we think about how far he's meant to be pushed for the next episode. So but it, it definitely did stick out to me a little bit. And maybe it's just because I know Daniil is like the most caring human. Oh and so I'm like, I don't buy it. She's too nice. Um, but yeah, it was so flippant and like honest 
And then she goes and gives that but it very wasn't sort of honest. cutting. It wasn't honest. No, but she said it. Sorry, you're right. Not honest. Very frank. Like, she spoke to him very frankly. Yeah, she was trying like, to be a cool girl. Yeah. And I was like, but why? Especially then when she goes and says what she says to, to Mal. Like, she really had a chip on her shoulder about yeah. this. It's very like John Hughes. Like, mm. going back with Gus and watching Breakfast Club, it does not hold up. The 12-year-old audience is like, these people are disgusting, mm. right? And I thought wow. for sure he was going to love Judd Apatow, or not Judd Apatow, Judd <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> Judd Nelson. <laughs> Very different Judd. Uh, I really thought he would think like, oh, that guy's cool. And Gus was repulsed, which wow. I hadn't seen the movie in, you know, 15, 20 years. So yeah. I'd forgotten. It is repulsive. And wow. Rachel is kind of behaving like that. She's behaving like this kind of cartoony 1980s. Mm. I'm going to say <clears throat> like the cool thing to say. <clears throat> and the lesson is that when you think you're being cool, you could be incredibly damaging. She's being yeah. really damaging here without knowing it. it well, it yeah. was in the context of that speech with mouth. It felt like she was, it felt like she was trying to put him in his place or keep him in his place or something, which that just is what felt strange about it. Like, cause she mm-hmm. on the heels of that goes right to mouth and she's like, listen, he's either going to sink or swim and yeah. it's not up to you to save him. You know, you guys all graduated to hang out with the popular crowd, the elite girls, elite. as we heard, <laughs> elite. the elite girls. So, but you if know, someone doesn't make us send jackets with elite girls on it. Oh my God. <laughs> Pink ladies. You know what? I I like what you're saying there, Joy. And it's interesting because it it jogs my sense memory of scenes that Daniil and I have later when Brooke finds out that Rachel used to be, you know, if we're categorizing these kids, Rachel used to be kind of a Jimmy Edwards. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, by the way, we all have issues with the storyline. We'll get to it when we get to it. But she, you know, for better or worse, transformed herself mm. to be, you know, quote unquote, her her, yeah, her name, an elite girl. And in a way, what I realize now, only because I I have the experience of having done the material with her, is that she's beginning to foreshadow that she was willing to cut out her whole life to be oh, popular. Oh, yeah, that's great. That's a you great know, point. That yeah. she's like, suck it up. This is what it is, and you got to do the work. And and it's kind of like, whoa, what is that? There's darkness there, and it feels strange. And I, I'm wondering if that's what this was meant to be, like a foreshadowing mm. of learning that Rachel Gatina wasn't always, you know, the girl we've met in yeah. Tree Hill. It came off as jealous to me, like that she was being territorial mm. of mouth. Because if yeah. Nathan and Haley are at this club night together and Brooke and Peyton are being super cute and Lucas and mm. Mouth are having this night with their old buddy, nobody's talking to Rachel, you know? Yeah. And she's just like peed all over Mouth's leg in the last couple episodes. It's true. It, so it just, it's weird when you see jealousy out of someone that you wouldn't expect where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought you had the whole world by yeah. the tail. Why are you being a weirdo? It is also what you were saying, so about her feeling like I did the work. That's also very human nature, right? Like when if we feel like we've done the work, we've been able to fight through whatever we had to fight through in order to get to point from point A to point B. So if I can do it, 
you you can do it and there's mm-hmm. no reason you can't and that also creates uh, a divide it cre- it's discompassionate it creates loneliness it creates anger and jealousy and frustration mm-hmm. because there's always going to be another level that you're trying to get to and you're having mm-hmm. difficulty but somebody else has reached that level and they're looking at you saying you should be able to do it so yep. there's a constant bad cycle that comes from that kind of mindset yeah well and i think that's one of the things you have capability you know whether it's the tools or the capabilities i suppose to do as an adult is to say, oh, well, I can see what's going on with you. And I can also see my reaction to it. Yeah. And see what, what triggers me or where my expectations lie. And at 16 or 17 years old, like you can't do that. No, you can't understand. Everybody goes at their own pace. No, (laughs) somebody pushes your buttons then. And you're just like, what are you doing? And there's no parents to pick us up. Right? Like, do you remember when he drives home where you'd be like, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and somebody's parent would be like, well, you guys, perspective. (laughs) There's no parent driving home on our show. It would be Karen and Keith, but, you know, they're all busy getting all engaged. They're making out. kissing, being cute. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Yeah. (laughs) I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. 
Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And find your new favorite pair of boots today. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And <gasps> if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really <laughs> fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Boricua <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You were so cute in that scene, Sophia, jumping up and down yeah. and squealing and like wrapping them up in your arms. Can I make your wedding dress? I'm 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs> please, 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 please. I remember that. I remember how fun that was. I like I have a visceral like sense memory right Aww. here of hugging you and Moira Hill just like. Whoa! Yeah. And it was. Oh, it was so fun. I just remember that whole episode being so fun. And even for you and I, like you hosting and us being off yeah. to the side of the trick stage all night, I remember that. I remember. Dude, we had a little water bottle full of vodka and we like treated <laughs> it like it was a real club night hanging out on the side of the stage. It wasn't real sun kissed. What are you talking that- about? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sun kissed. So Wherever fun. you are, thank you for paying our bills. Um, yeah. Thank you for funding our show. That's right. Well, and I think Sunkiss traveled all the bands out because that was yeah. expensive. They did. Also, Jack's Mannequin, speaking of the <gasps> bands, still hits. Yes. Do you remember how excited we were that, that they were dark going? dark blue song oh can God. get it. Forever. Yep. So good. Forever. It's such it a good so album. It was so cool. And it was so important to have an artist there that backed up what the 
with the, you know, charity work of the show was. All of the the cancer research that we were fictionally and also realistically trying to support. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I really liked hanging out with those guys. And it, we were like in a bubble. So I was still really nervous that we had these cool kids coming to visit. Yeah, same. Because we weren't, you know, we weren't working in L.A. or New York where every weekend you go to a show or you meet somebody from this or that. Like, it was just us. It was the nine of us and our crew and, like, the college kids in town. (laughs) And so when a band that we loved would come to visit, like, it's probably still why I don't know how to be cool in rooms full of people I like. I'm just like, oh, wow, you made this. And everyone's like, please stop. (laughs) Like, stop. You have to stop. Tone it down. I just remember we were so geeked and and truly like for me, you know, this was also around a stage where I was beginning to work for nonprofits and yeah. really find my voice, like my early voice as an advocate. You know, I started working on my first political campaigns in 07. This was 2006. Aww. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew was such an inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, you've used your art. And like who you are as a human to advocate for this thing that's important to you. Like, you're allowed to do that. Everybody tells me I'm supposed to keep my mouth shut about politics Mm. and about causes. Like, what do you mean? Just stand there and take your shirt off, kid. Yeah. (laughs) Just stand there and look cute and write a check to your charity. I was like, no. And he really, he really kind of um, was an early inspiration for a different way uh, to advocate to me and, yeah, it's funny. I haven't thought about that in a really long time, but it's kind of all, it's all coming back to me now. We need to hang out with that dude again. It's sure. all coming back to <laughs> Those back days were long. Dude. They were long. Because it, it was all, I mean, how many bands? There were three, three songs? Three bands, yeah. and you have to shoot it from 27 And angles. then my song. Jack's Mannequin and Fall Out Boy and you. So Okay, so three songs. Your song was so good, Joy. Like, oh, thanks. I There's love a, this it's song. a good song. Yeah. Oh, that's fans. I love it's it. like the number one requested song from it is? you in this red yeah, dress from, yeah. with your long hair. I oh. liked all of it so I much. I did too. I love you guys for saying that. I was saying while we were watching it, it's so cringy to me. It's like watching a musical theater kid try and do rock and roll, but it's just cringy and not working. Um, uh, I don't know. Wrong. But whatever. Wrong. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. It like, I also loved. I loved you like putting that little gravel in your voice and I don't know, man, I, it gave me, it just gave me vibes. I don't the know. The song if this- itself is great. It's more just the whole, the stage performance. It's like, I hadn't quite figured out how to, I didn't have like a stage presence. Well, I didn't know what I wanted to put out there. Yeah. It's not like they got you like a choreographer, Joy. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, nobody was crafting anything. They it would, was like, just go stand up there and like, you know, move around. I'm like, I, I, okay. This could be so much cooler. <laughs> but so it here's here's cool. the thing that probably affected me most in this episode is the speech mm. that Haley gives Nathan mm. where she says, I am afraid to love it again. And I'm afraid mm. for you to see me love it. Yes. Because mm. I have felt that in my life where it's like, I got to mm. tamp down my excitement because I don't want to threaten anybody. Yeah. And it's yeah. such a specifically female thing if you're an ambitious female to feel like you have to 
our normal gender roles are like, oh, no, I'm going to be the caretaker. I, I will handle the homestead, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea that Haley is vocalizing, I'm afraid for you to see me love it, is, yeah. yeah, I loved it. You did such a good job with that. Thank you. I think they that's really, true. It is scary. It is. And, and they really have gotten so good at this point in writing for you and James. Mm-hmm. They've they've dialed in Nathan and Haley in a way. You guys get to volley. The dialogue is really good. It's really connected. It's well thought out. You get to play inside of it because it's good. You're not trying to force the material to make sense. It does. Mm. And so when you get vulnerable with him in that way, and all of us goes, oof, we felt that. When he then comes back and says, I'm scared. I'm scared mm-hmm. to be vulnerable with you. And you realize that these two people are, they're going through the same experience. They're just each on a different end, you know, of a distance looking at each other across it. Oh, it was so, it was just so nice. I thought they did a beautiful job giving you guys the the space yeah. across scenes to really make that conversation so impactful. Yeah, I like that they took the time to really bring them back together and draw that out. It's fun. I haven't seen that a lot in TV, I guess, where a couple gets together almost right away, but then they they actually have to spend the majority of the time trying to find their way back to each other after it's like a fast get together and then a fast fall apart, and then you know the long stretch of time to find their way back to each other, which is how it happens sometimes. I think that's Mm -hmm. really interesting. Mm -hmm. What was that show? Divorce? No, what was that show? The The Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Oh, yeah. Doesn't she hook up with her ex-husband on that show? Which is so much more taboo than hooking up with, like, a new guy, you know? Mm. The idea that Nathan is your husband, but also, like, your ex, because you guys did kind of break up a little bit. It's true. True. Um, Yeah. I liked, uh, I'm glad that they brought back the two little boys, the Dan, the young Dan and Keith. Because when it first showed up a couple episodes ago, it felt so strange. It was like, why are we doing a flashback with these two kids? Mm. And I see now that they're trying to thread a device for Mm -hmm. the next little while. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm just glad that they tied it in with something that wasn't just totally random. Yeah. (laughs) I'm surprised to see that happen. Um, But a lot of... uh, a lot of buildup there with Dan mm. and Keith. Um, Interesting, too, to see how they brought in the storyline that Dan was the one that got bullied pretty consistently yeah. as a kid. Mm-hmm. And Keith came to his rescue. And Dan grew up to be a bully. Yeah. And while you're, interesting? While you're watching this man, you know, who's 40 or however old he is, deal with what happened to him as a kid, you see a teenager dealing with the ways he has felt bullied or ostracized. And it's it's an interesting device they're using to kind of show you the ways that um, what we go through as kids, you know, to your point earlier, Hill, the humiliation, um, whether it's real or perceived, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how it affects us. Because, you know, Lucas and Mouth make that great point to Jimmy. Like, dude, we're sorry, but you didn't call us either. Yeah. You know, you kind of dropped off too. And it's it's that question that we ask, you know, how, how much of a responsibility 
do kids have to like pull others with them? And how much of a responsibility do kids have to figure out how to overcome their obstacles? You know, who, yeah, whose, whose responsibility is it? And it's interesting to see all of these ways that it can turn out represented by these characters. Well, moral of the story is if you are in high school or middle school, um, not sure you should be listening to our podcast because it's kind of raunchy sometimes. <laughs> but if you are, <laughs> we should play the disclaimer you- <laughs> before every episode. <laughs> yes, yes, and you said it in such a lovely velvet tone, Joy. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of f bombs dropped That's in this particular right. episode. Sorry, Enter kids. at your own risk. But if you are, you know, and you see somebody who's sitting alone at lunch, or yeah. they seem like an outcast, go be a friend to them. Let you know, let go of whatever your social priority is for the day, and just make an effort on occasion, or you know, as often as feels natural to you, to go and befriend someone who looks like they need it. And if you're a grown up mm-hmm. like us, and you have children, um, teach that to your children. And if you don't have children, then you should. And even if you do have children, you should be doing it yourself and leading by example. Mm. All solid. It's about points. to be like, hey, if you have kids, you're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> kids. The thing with kids no. is you got to ask specific questions. That's mm. that's a, don't ask them if they're fine. Be like, what's going on with Susie? What's going on with Todd? What's right, going on right. with <laughs> You got to be specific at pickup. Drive your kids that's everywhere right. and be specific yes. as possible. All right. What do yeah. we got? We got questions. I like it when people are specific with me. Yeah. By yeah. the way, yeah. just as a little asterisk on that. Specificity is how you show love. It is a love language. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. 
And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And find your new favorite pair of boots today. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And (gasps) if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really (laughs) fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know what's also a love language for us? When y'all send us cute questions, we like them. I don't know how I feel about this question. What is it? Sasha. Oh, it's she for said, you. Okay, yeah, it's from Sasha. She says, was the Peyton and Pete Wentz storyline your idea, Hillary? <laughs> and if it wasn't, were you majorly surprised it became a thing? You guys, okay, look, if we were going to be able to request what singers we were going to get to make out with <laughs> on our show— we would have had way more power. You also would have requested like Pat Benatar. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be clear. <laughs> to be clear. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I like Pete. He's a sweet dude. Um, He's he, lovely. Yeah. At the time, he was with a buddy of mine. I had worked at MTV with Ashley Simpson and was obsessed with her. She's so fun. She's like the nicest girl. I really liked hanging out with her. And so when they were like, oh, her boyfriend's going to come on and you're going to kiss him. 
to be perfectly honest, I was weird about it because I was like, uh, is she coming? Like, <laughs> I probably would have been more comfortable kissing her. So, um, no, it wasn't my idea, but we had a good time. And Pete was very respectful, you know, mm-hmm. like the last time we talked about Pete and I was like, yeah, this storyline's inappropriate. When the news outlets pick up our stories from the podcast oh, and then so just annoying. run a headline, I'm like, guys, you got to give context. Um, also, <laughs> you weren't saying he was inappropriate. Like, we never said that. It's so annoying. We but like Pete. He's playing an adult, kissing a high yes. schooler. Yeah. Not so great right now, that storyline. Um, but Pete Wentz was a doll and so respectful, mm-hmm. never crossed a line. Um Good dude. You know who I loved seeing Pete bond with? Who? JoJo. Yes, oh, yeah. she washed his oh, hair. Yeah. <laughs> she washed his hair for him one day. And he was just like in that bowl getting his head massaged. And I was like, this cute, whatever this is over here in the corner. Like I can't. It was precious. Auntie JoJo. Well, because she best. always hung out with bands in Atlanta when she was in her 20s and bartending. And so she oh, just. That's right. And so she just get right down into, into bar talk and like band talk. And he was like, oh, okay. Ask him about amps and shit. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It was great. All right. Awesome. Lenny wants to know, there are so many iconic love quotes in OTH. If you were writing wedding vows, what would be a quote that you would use? <sighs> no pressure. Oh, from I, our you know show? What? This isn't an iconic love quote, but I, I do really love the quote at the end of this episode from Whitey saying mm. that the journey is the destination. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that seems very applicable to a wedding vow. Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because that's a whole life. You know, you're, you're embarking on a journey. You don't want to get to the end of it. Yeah. Is it cryptic if I say that quote from Ellie, every song ends? <laughs> but is that any reason not to enjoy the music? <laughs> what a twisted thing to say. Can you imagine being at a wedding if someone used that? You would be like, uh, what? Oh my God, like at a toast. That's the drunk cousin toast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every song ends. There's no reason not to take the journey. Yep. Oh my God. I hope, I hope someone uses that. God bless you guys. These were good that questions. Is cute. I will say it was, I, I will always be nostalgic about the fact that like when we were prepping our whole ceremony and working with our officiant, like, you know, there's a reality that your, your story is being told. And I was just like, I'm pretty excited. I get to talk about my friends and our story. So yeah. like when, when Lori was giving our overviews about like Grant's life and my life and like the mention of y'all came up, I'll never forget like standing at the altar, but then looking over my shoulder at the two of you and we just did our little eye thing. And I was like, this is, oh this is iconic. I'm pretty sure like, we fist pumped at your wedding yes. ceremony. And you were like, oh, 100%. Yeah. But also like Joy and I put in, in, in season eight, when we did the Brooke and Julian wedding, like. You and I at the speech did this little like oh, pointy yeah. thing. Fingers to the eyes. Yeah, thing. yeah. That thing that everyone's like, was I'm that scripted? You. And I'm like, no, that was just me and Joy. And Cute. so when I turned back at you guys and we were all just pointing <laughs> at each other, I was like, oh my God, it's real. It's <laughs> real. <laughs> that was really We fun. totally sat on the wrong side, by the way. We were supposed to, well, I always thought it was the opposite side. So we walked down the aisle and we were like, wait, no, I think we have to go on the right. We should sit on the right. And then we sat on the right. And then your fate, your back was to us. I was like, Dang Listen, it. I was looking at the dress. I love you so much. I was looking at the dress. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the right side. 
<laughs> that's what's always so funny to me. And we realized it when we got up there. Like, we put our parents on opposite sides because I was like, his parents should be able to see his face. My parents should be able to see my face. But we yeah. didn't think about, like, for the hubbub that it was of, like, how are we going to get Grandma Ethel in her seat? And how will my mom know where to go? And then, like, we're up there. And luckily, you know, his best friends have become my best friends. But I'm standing there doing my vows, just looking at his whole bridal party and realizing that all of my bridal parties staring at my back. Yeah. You guys are staring at my back. I was like, we didn't plan enough of this. <laughs> I was but into it. it was perfect. I loved it. You know what? I liked seeing... I liked mm-hmm. being able to look at his face and see how in love mm-hmm. he was with that's, you. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's what the friends are there for, really, mm-hmm. is to make sure this guy's going to do what he's supposed to do as your yeah. husband. And you could tell every inch of it in his face. He's so oh, in love with you. I love that. I, I do that, too. Like, I, I remember, you know, even at your wedding, he'll, like, the minute I saw you, I was like, I need to look in Jeffrey's eyes right now. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. He know? was like holding George and like he no, was like handling children. He was wrangling. It was so sweet because he, he was. He was like holding a baby and like weeping. And I was like, weeping. Yeah, this let's is make exactly, It's exactly what should be happening right now. Boys. Oh. Boys. Um, Cuties. I love them. Let's. Well, you know. thanks, everybody. We're going we uh, to spin, spin a, wheel. a wheel here and uh, get you on your way. What do we got today? Most likely to. Go, Hillary. What's it going to be? Most likely to completely lose it on a roller coaster. (laughs) That's so weird. I realized yesterday my son's never been on a roller coaster, and I was showing him videos of Busch Gardens Williamsburg because that was the theme park we went to growing up. And he was like, Mom, I have to go on these roller coasters. So I feel like. In the next month or two, we're about to make some poor choices. Oh, boy. Um, I want to come. So it's Gus in real life then. Yeah, he's so pumped. But he's not going to lose it. He's pretty pretty even Steven. Um, Okay. Okay. Who would lose it? Who's a hysterical person? (laughs) Who would lose it? Mm. I would like, I don't know about lose it, but the person who's like, no, no, no commentary, I would like to hear on a roller coaster is Antoine. Antoine. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) I want that so bad. Uh, Yeah. Because the best part about Antoine is that he talks a very big game. And Uh then it's just uh like, hold up. But we don't actually want to do this, right? (laughs) 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 He would would like get us to go to bars with him and be like, we're going to stay out till four in the morning. And then at like 1230, he'd be like, so we're good, right? Like we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did it. I think it's Antoine. I think it's skills in the show and it's Antoine in real life. Mm -hmm. You know what I will say as a follow-up to this that I love? If y'all have not gone down the rabbit hole of the videos of people passing out on roller coasters, (gasps) do yourself a favor. Jenny, like, sent me down some (laughs) TikTok rabbit hole of this and, like, people who get launched in those things, and they're screaming, and then they faint. Nope. And they come to, and they're screaming, and then they faint. Like, it is the funniest. <laughs> if you are having a bad day, just look up people fainting on roller coasters. It's chef's kiss. This is how everyone can spend the rest of their week until our next episode drops. <laughs> we got this you. great. You've just given me something for Maria to do next time she's bored. Yeah, good luck, everybody. All right, Done. we love you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See See you next time. time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school.
high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.